0: Good morning and welcome to our Sunday online worship. Thank you very much for joining us. It's good to have you with us. My name is Reverend Steve Marsh. I'm a pioneer minister in the St Albans Diocese and I look after two churches. One is a rural church called St Michael and All Angels in Billington. And the second church is the Church of the Good Shepherd, which is a missional community, which is here for Christian outreach into the new housing estates that are surrounding Leighton Buzzard at this time. And welcome also to my office. This is where we did all of our online services during the various lockdowns and continue to do hybrid services when it is appropriate. Well, let's take a moment to gather our hearts and our minds as we look to unpack the Easter story further this morning. So, Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. The Lord be with you and also with you. And now we come to our confession. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. Let us therefore rejoice by putting away all malice and evil and confessing our sins with a sincere and true heart. Lord Jesus, you raise us to new life. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgive us our sins, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Lord Jesus, you fill us with the living bread, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on you, forgive you your sins and bring you to everlasting life through Jesus Christ, our Lord, Amen. I'm Steve Leifle, I'm a pioneer minister here at the Eusel Valley team. So we are a missional um, community that is looking to reach out to the new estates that are springing up around Leighton Buzzard. It is an interesting mix of people who would identify with the old town because it's a market town in the centre and then there's those people who would then very much be in the newer housing estates. So it feels like there's two very different sides of the community. And then even within those, there's people who um, identify as part of each individual bit of the housing estates. So even that's not a unified body, if you see what I mean. So the church is a good shepherd, so we meet in Greenleaf School. So we are mainly a sort of young families church. It's kind of sprung up around Messy Church. And it's, yeah, it's kind of very community focused. So we try and do kind of community events to actually kind of bring some sort of community to these new housing estates. So Messy Church has been a really important tool for us which bring people in there. I think we have started to do things like, we've got a really good beer and carols thing that we started to do in Astral Park, which is a local community centre. So we partnered with a local brewery and a choir that is um, for people who sort of had mental health issues. So they do the music, and then we provide the actual event itself and things that hold it together. And that's been a really good way of doing something for the community bringing people together. So it's things like that that we're trying to do and sort of replicate that maybe through the year. So we have three uh, pioneer readers in our church and so it's great because they have a very can-do attitude so I think they're always looking for opportunities. They are willing to take the initiative so not just say oh I've got a great idea and expect other people to do it. They say I've got a great idea and they'll take the lead And so I think they're very good at spotting opportunities and inspiring other people to follow them in what they're doing. It's great to have a bunch of creative can-do people. I think when you're trying to do stuff, I'm kind of from a creative background, so to have people who go, yes, 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 let's do that, that is fantastic. I think it's great to have people in our community that will see opportunities, they'll lead it, and they'll actually draw people to go and work with them. So it's not like they're just saying, I've got an idea and expecting someone else to do it. They'll have the idea, lead it. So I think they're very good at keeping our uh, community adaptable and also to spot opportunities and to react quickly to take the opportunity, which is fantastic.
1: A reading from the Acts of the Apostles 936 to 43. Now, in Joppa, there was a disciple whose name was Tabitha, which in Greek. Ms. Dorcas. She was devoted to good works and acts of charity. At the same time, she became ill and died. When they had washed her, they laid her in a room upstairs. Since Lydda was near Joppa, their disciples, who heard that Peter was there, sent two men to him with the request, please come to us without delay. Peter got up and went with them, and when he arrived, they took him to the room upstairs. All the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing tunics and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was with them. Peter put all of them outside, and then he knelt down and prayed. He turned the body and said, "'Tabitha, get up.' Then she opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her up. Then calling the saints and widows, he showed her to be alive. This became known throughout Joppa, and many believed in the Lord." Meanwhile, he stayed in Joppa for some time with a certain Simon, a tanner. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: But I'll not want He makes me lie In pastures green He leads me by The still, still waters His goodness restores my soul guides my ways in righteousness and he anoints my head the comfort I need to know and I will trust
0: reading from the Gospel according to John. At that time the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, how long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you and you did not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me. But you do not believe, because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. So no one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
3: My name is Alison Jackson, and I work for the Diocese of St Albans on the Reaching New People team. Part of my role is to work with churches throughout our diocese, helping them to connect with their communities in different ways and hopefully growing new worshipping communities. The Church of the Good Shepherd is one such church growing up in an area of new housing. So as we begin this morning, my prayer for us all today is that we will hear something this morning that will encourage us to learn from each other and to reach out and share what we have learned with those around us. We will be looking at the theme of discipleship today, but first I want to start with a game. Anyone ever remember the game Simon Says? If you remember, Simon would say something and you have to do it, so you copy. So Simon Says Clap. And you all clap. Now, if Simon doesn't say Simon says, um, you don't clap. But if you clap, you're then out. So that's the, the thing of the game. It's a copying game. So I want you to copy with me and join the, on this game. So Simon says, clap hands. Brilliant. Simon says, wave. OK, wave back to me so I don't feel so silly standing here waving on my own thank you jump up and down did any of you start to jump up and down well Simon didn't say jump up and down okay Simon says shout hooray 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 we're starting today with joy in our hearts why are we doing this it'll all become clear in a minute I hope First of all, let's look at the faith of the people that we hear about in this story today. The people have sent for Peter. They've heard he's healing people in their neighborhood and he's performing some great miracles and their friend has died. The people have faith in Peter just like they had in Jesus. They've heard the stories of how Jesus raised people from the dead and they're hoping that Peter can do the same. So Peter is sent for. When he gets there, he sends them all out of the room and then the first thing he does, he gets on his knees and he prays to God. So he's seeing his faith in action. Before he did anything, he prayed to God. Then he turns to Tabitha and he takes her hand and he asks her to get up and he helps her to her feet. In this story, Peter raises Tabitha from the dead. This is an amazing story of the people's faith in Peter and Peter's faith in God and in God's healing power. And it's a window into Peter's own discipleship journey because Peter has copied what he's seen Jesus doing on two separate occasions. In Mark five thirty-five, Jesus raises Jairus' daughter from the dead. And in John 11, he raises Lazarus from the dead. So Peter has seen Jesus do it and actually he follows the same pattern that Jesus did. He prays to God. He calls on the dead person to get up and they are both restored. So that brings me back to my game at the beginning. Peter has copied what Jesus has done. He's watched him on two separate occasions and then he's had a go himself and it has worked. And that's what I mean today when I talk about discipleship. There are many different understandings of the word discipleship, but one aspect of discipleship is seeing what someone else is doing and copying them. So discipleship can be copying. I wonder who are the people who are helping you on your journey of faith at the moment? or the people that you've observed doing something good and you have thought, I wish I could do that or I'd like to be more like that. Who has shown you or who is showing you? Who do you copy? And who would you like to copy? And who might be copying you? We are all on a constant journey of discipleship and if our eyes are fixed on God, We will learn how to be and how to live and that what we do glorifies God and brings hope and encouragement to other people. This is about reading and listening and watching and taking all that into our very beings and our understandings and seeing what Jesus is calling us to do and show others about him. So what does Jesus call us to do? Well, he gives us four commands to love God, love our neighbour, do this in remembrance of me, which is communion, and go and make disciples of all nations. Just think for a moment, which ones are you best at? Which ones do you think might need a little help? We can hear these commands and act on them in many different ways. Since the new year, the reaching new people team have been running a campaign called Hope Happening. It's on social media and every Friday we post stories of what is happening in our diocese and where we see the hope of Jesus being shared. Our hope is that people will see that and maybe copy some of the ideas if they would work in their neighborhood. But let's look at how Jesus did it. Firstly, he always stayed connected to God. He prayed, often going away to a quiet space, And he also walked around the area praying, blessing people, healing people. He gave us the Lord's Prayer to help us pray. And what else did he do? Well, he ate with people. He shared food with people he wouldn't normally be expected to share food with. Tax collectors, women, people who weren't Jewish. He went into their homes and he shared his life and his faith with them. He even fed large numbers of people who were hungry. He blessed people in so many different ways, through prayer for them, through his actions of healing, meeting their needs, setting people free from the things that bound them, always, always pointing them back to God. He blessed, he ate, he prayed. And why did he do that? Well, it says in John 17, 24, Father, I want those you have given me to be with me. Jesus wants us in his family, he wants you in his family, he wants me in his family, and he wants us to share this and bring people into his family. So, we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus at all times, obeying these commands and working these commands out in our everyday. Jesus says to his disciples, and if you're watching this, you are a disciple or thinking about becoming one, Jesus says to his disciples, come follow me. How will you follow Jesus today?
0: So let us declare our faith in God. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthened us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen.
4: How deep the Father's love for us how vast beyond all measure That he should give his only son To make a wretch his treasure How great the pain of searing loss The Father turns his face away As wounds which mother chosen Stop. Wounds have paid my ransom
0: We now move to a time of intercessions to bring before God those matters on our hearts, internationally, nationally, locally, and issues within our own church communities. The response to the bidding, Jesus, Lord of life. Is in your mercy, hear us. And I shall leave a moment for you to pray in each section. Jesus, light of the world, bring the light and peace of your gospel to the nations. Take a moment to pray for an area of the world where you long to see God's peace come. Jesus, Lord of life, in your mercy, hear us. Jesus, bread of life, give food to the hungry and nourish us all with your word. Take a moment to pray for an area of the world that is in need physically, emotionally and spiritually and pray for those needs to be met by God's abundance. Jesus, Lord of life, in your mercy hear us. Jesus, our way, our truth, our life. Be with us and all who follow you in the way. Take a moment to pray for your own church community that you will deepen in your understanding of God's love for you. Jesus, Lord of life, in your mercy hear us. Jesus, good shepherd, you gave your life for the sheep. Recover the lost bind up the injured, strengthen the sick and lead the healthy and strong to new pastures. Take a moment to pray for those who you know are in need of God's healing and comfort at this time. Jesus, Lord of life, in your mercy hear us. Jesus, the resurrection and the life, we give thanks for all who have lived and believed in you. Take a moment to pray for those who are dear to you. Pray for their eternal life. Jesus, Lord of life, in your mercy hear us. And a prayer for the Ukrainian conflict that is in our minds and hearts so much at this time. God of peace and justice, we pray for the people of Ukraine today. We pray for peace and the laying down of weapons. We pray for all those who fear for tomorrow, that your spirit of comfort would draw near to them. We pray for those with power over war or peace, for wisdom, discernment and compassion to guide their decisions. Above all, we pray for all your precious children, at risk and in fear, that you would hold them and protect them, In a moment of silence, we offer the prayers of our own hearts at this time. We pray in the name of Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Amen. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd. Amen and our collect for this fourth Sunday of the Easter season. Risen Christ, faithful shepherd of your Father's sheep, teach us to hear your voice and to follow your command, that all your people may be gathered into one flock to the glory of God the Father. Amen. And as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit and the blessing of God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you now and for ever. Amen. And with the power that raised Jesus from the dead at work in you, go in the peace of Christ. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.
4: In Christ alone my hope is found He is my light, my strength, my song This cornerstone, this solid ground Firm through the fiercest droughts and storm What heights of love, what depths of peace My comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ I stand. In Christ alone, who took on. he came to save till on that cross as jesus died the wrath of god was satisfied for every sin There in the ground his body lay, lights of the world by darkness slain. Then bursting forth